0: Hey everyone, it's Audie. We wanted to give you guys a sneak peek into our Patreon content. You can find us on patreon.com backslash vice. that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash v-i-l-e-a-n-d-v-i-c-e. And this is JJ's Cryptic Corner segments. They get released weekly on Wednesdays, and you could subscribe to Patreon for as little as $1 a month, and we release these guys weekly just for a little bit more Vile and Vice content in your life. So now, without further ado, here's JJ's Cryptid Corner, Episode 2 on the Cactus Cat. Enjoy! JJ's Cryptid Corner Hello everyone, and welcome back
1: to JJ's Cryptid Corner. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Not really, at least not this week, because we got a sort of fun cryptid There's not a whole lot of them. A lot of them are more just, like, mysterious or dangerous. Or This one is more like a slight inconvenience at worst, and the rest is probably just funnily annoying.
0: Nice. What Hmm. is this week's cryptid?
1: This is the infamous creature of old western pioneers and cowboys, the cactus cat.
0: The cactus
1: cat? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, kind of a rundown where this is at. It's where cactuses are. It's the Wild West. It is basically the southern portions of California, Nevada, New Mexico is where it's been, quote-unquote, spotted before. So, my neck of the region... Yeah, we're, we're going for one that maybe you should know about, but don't. But you don't Ooh. usually spend your nights out in the desert, hopefully.
0: Well, I mean, Reno is the desert, so not yeah, out uh, in it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's cold and weird. Mm-hmm. So basically, a rundown of what it looks like. It is if you combined a cactus with a bobcat. Okay. And that's basically the description. It the more distinguishing features is just like it's, it's still like very cat shaped. Its fur is just very like thorn like or have many pins in it, quills possibly. It's that's where it's cactusy. It also greenish in color. And its tail has branch like barb stuff that comes off of it. So that it like They look like a spiky cat with a tail that's more of a cactus than the rest of its body.
0: So basically, Winky, after he got back from his three-day escapade and was covered in swamp juice and, like, gunk Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. (laughs)
1: Like, if you were to cover your cat in nettles and thistles and stuff, but that's how its normal state was, you'd be getting pretty close to a cactus cat.
0: Gotcha. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So, basically, this started from early 19th century, middle of the 1800s, gold rush cowboys, classical stuff like that. Picture Old West. And these are old campfire stories with prospectors and just dudes with a horse with no name or something like that. Those kinds of folks.
0: So, sorry for the side tangent, but this this is like... Picture clear, Virginia City, which is right next to Reno. I got to bring you there sometime whenever you come out to visit me, because it's literally Mm -hmm. like you stepped back into the past
1: of, yeah,
0: yeah, old western town. Like, it it looks dead, like how you picture the movie.
1: The two-way open door saloons and stuff like that. Yeah, the the wooden pallet sidewalk
0: and, like, Mm -hmm. the the shambling kind of buildings and,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah, occasionally. That kind of vibe. Yeah, and occasionally you get the wild horse that wanders into town.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Cause we have those here. Yeah, that's a weird concept that I am not prepared to accept yet. Yeah. But yeah, this is where this creature seems to originate, is around campfire stories. Because basically, what this cat does is in the middle of the night they will come up to cactuses slash it open with their claws, or barbs, or possible razors somewhere along their body, if that's the kind that you saw, to expose the sap. And basically, wait for it to come seeping out. They go and do this to a couple different cacti. And then they come back and drink the fermented juice and get wasted.
0: So just like Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> which yeah. we covered in today's episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is pretty much that they they get it. they get tipsy. They can sometimes walk on two feet to show how tipsy they are for some reason, and yeah, they rarely attack travelers or anything like this. But some supposedly get attacked by these. Strange varmints and whatnot. Ooh. Yeah. But for some reason, it is not something that you're aware of when it happens. Because it's at night. These frontiersmen are sleeping. Only to wake up to find welts or scratches from these cats' barbed tails. And stuff like that. They're not considered aggressive in general. But... One distinct feature to know that they might be out and about, so you might want to protect your yourself in case for an accidental stumble.
0: Or maybe it they just like is, sleeping on top of them and the barbs get nutted in there.
1: Could be. It's basically just you have a cat that's drunk. It might run into you. It might see something that it likes, and it might just want to... Snuggle up or something like that. You don't know. Could be anything. But they do have a unique and haunting wail that can be heard at night through the darkest of deserts. And there is sort of a sound of bones, like dry bones rubbing together because supposedly they have no blood because they just drink cactus juice. And when it dries up, that's when they... Squeak. Put put the oil on the joints, I guess.
0: Gotcha. So you get drunk and your joints feel better.
1: Mm-hmm. Not well, that. they would feel better regardless after that, I think. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they wander around the desert screaming at uh, the top of their lungs. So they basically just are drunk guys high off their asses, who happen to be spiky cats.
0: Not a bad cryptid.
1: No, it's kind of possible, I guess. Yeah. Like, okay, what it might have been is just misidentification. It could have been that these people that are making up these stories in the Wild West might have tried some of this cactus juice who knows what they were thinking after that yeah or is just they might have seen it and been crazy from the heat or something and really it was just a bobcat or a mountain lion or a porcupine
0: or An animal attacked by a porcupine slash cactus. Yeah, it
1: could could be. Like, that, I think, is probably the best explanation of it. It could be a bobcat that found a porcupine, tried their luck, and didn't succeed. And just walking away. And so you see all these spikes coming off of a cat. Yeah. Straight up. Basically what it looks like.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: the only thing is, the cat's whale can't really doesn't match up with the porcupine stuff too well since they aren't super duper loud. And bobcats can't really have a prolonged noise. It's more of just like a short but high-pitched one.
0: But coyotes could.
1: Coyotes could. And also the mountain lion could. Possibly. So it's probably just a combination of just in unfamiliarity of desert life by people who are just scared of the dark or looking to pass the time yeah. or drank some cactus juice.
0: Yeah. Or mm. similar circumstance to what you said before about the people drawing giraffes or based off a description and not knowing what they look
1: like. Mm hmm. Could be. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, they aren't known to be very big. They're just party cats.
0: Party cactus cats.
1: Yeah, they're wandering around, getting, getting stoned or high or whatever, and maybe looking for a snuggle buddy. That's the cactus cat.
0: Not a bad cryptid.
1: No. I mean, they do have some appearances in pop culture stuff. I don't know if you remember, like... I don't think this was a very popular show, but it was still like a Cartoon Network one when we were growing up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was like right at the end of us watching that. There's a show called The Secret Saturdays, which is essentially a crime-fighting family that worked with cryptids.
0: I don't remember that. I remember like Codename Kids Next Door and like Samurai mm-hmm. Jack and all that stuff,
1: but I don't It was. It was like that bunch of stuff right after that. And I think, like the family pet was a giant cat that was a cactus cat,
0: oh, okay, so I remember the, the giant, giant cat
1: giant spiky green cat
0: okay you're ringing a few bells here,
1: like I wouldn't say it was like bigger than a panther or anything. It was just like
0: yeah, it
1: they needed an animal companion. It was a cactus cat, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love
0: when cats show up in like flor- Folklore, like Gryla's Christmas cat, the giant cat. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. that one, I they just have interesting roles.
0: They do. I wish
1: I knew more about, I think it's Freya's chariot being pulled by two giant cats.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that sounds good. Like, because each of like. the Norse
1: gods had strange animals pulling their chariots and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. God, I don't know. I feel like cats are present, but never, like, in the forefront uh, for most of the folklore stuff. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird.
0: Weird. But, yeah.
1: That's it for Cryptid Corner.
0: Well, nice. Very, very nice. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, and... I just wanted to say a huge shout-out to Annabelle for our new music for JJ's Cryptic Corner.
1: Yeah, thank you. It's very nice. I feel like it's very fitting.
0: Yeah. And it's it's catchy, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you guys next week, then.
1: hmm
0: Thank you thank for, you for s-
1: listening and supporting us on Patreon. It really makes a difference.
0: We really appreciate it. Bye-bye!
1: Bye-bye.